Trades live. Ned Reeves to Paul Sapopolis. Sapatolos. Um, how do I? Sapatolos, the Geelong basketball guy. What? I'm what? keeping that in the pod. Oh shit! G'day, community, oh, no. and welcome to Lake Dog. Another Jock Reynolds Supercoach podcast. If you can't tell, I'm Lake Dog joined by Patch. We're tired. We're very tired, We're Patch. Very how are you? Tired. I am very tired. I'm trying to enjoy the small things in life, and I'm glad that you are too, and you're enjoying me trying to pronounce Paul Sapatalus's last name, um, which apparently is being kept in the podcast. We're not editing any of this. <laughs> We're we're just kind of holding on and keeping our arms and legs inside the cart at all times as we hurtle towards the end of the season. Lake Dog, how are you? I'm well, mate. I'm tired. I had my first vaccine last week. It knocked me about a bit, but I'm feeling good now. And uh, yeah, look, a lot of retirements today and life's happening and the Blues have not been very good, but they did lose like I said they would. You did. You called it. wasn't hyperbole. <laughs> that was expectation. How are you? How are the Bombers going? Oh, mate, we are up. And about, we're going to finish ninth, but oh boy, am I going to ride the high of beating uh, the Bulldogs for the first time in seven years on the weekend like we did. Excellent stuff. Love to see it. Zach Merritt and Darcy Parrish can, I'll, I'll have their children. I will find a way to make it work. Um, they're both incredible. Would you um, rather finish ninth or like, you know, 10th or 11th or whatever, or finish eighth and lose by a hundred points? Um, I mean, either way, you're adding to that that meme account. Oh, how we many are, days? We are absolutely going another 365 days without winning a final. Um, I feel like the experience would be good enough to, for the players to play in a final that it would outweigh the the cost of losing. Like the the meme capital we'd be spending by losing by 100 points. Um, but that said. I will not cope with the influx of just ats of people tagging me in things that are Essendon losing a final. So I'm going to say I'd rather rather us finish ninth and get a slightly higher draft pick. That's my justification for it. Fair, fair enough. Let's uh, let's push on. Let's do some super coach community. We're going to do super coach. Well, then we're going to do our best twenty two under twenty two. Maybe talk about the future. Who knows? We're just gonna gonna wing this one, but. The first thing we do know, Patch, is that uh, Toby Green will miss one week. So for those with trades, you're going to have to ask themselves a serious question. He'll be back for round 23 against the Blues where he will score 140 Supercoach points. Uh, First off, I guess, if you're desperate to win this week in whatever final you're in, do you have to trade him, Patch? Yes. Yes, you do. Um, if you're desperate to win, which I imagine if you're in a final at the stage of the year, you're probably desperate to win it. Um, yeah, you you trade it. Um, you trade trade it trade him um, and just just yeet him out of your side and bring in someone who is playing. I don't care if you've got Fullerton. I don't care if you've got like Shea Bolton as an M7. Oh, sorry, an F7. 
art. Just bring bring someone who's going to score points in because you're running the gauntlet with all of those players. And as we've said for the last couple of weeks, get the player you can afford who is doing the best. Yes. <laughs> yes. Like maybe have, a look at, maybe have a look at your opposition's team and be like, oh, they don't have Bailey Dale and I think he's going to do well. Or they don't have like Aaron Hall and target that player. But by and large, you pick the good players who are going to score the points. I think this probably stands for Brayshaw as well. At this point, they've been deliberating for five minutes on this Tuesday night and we don't know if he's playing or not yet. Uh, so if he misses, he's probably out. Has there been any major injury news patch for Supercoach? I guess one that stands out to me, Matt Crouch has been ruled out for the rest of the year. He's going to be about 400K next year and we'll have to ask ourselves that question. Um, mm, but your oh, man, Josh Bruce. Oh, just terrible, terrible news. Um, awful to see. No one wants to see that sort of thing. And he's, he's done an ACL. So bad news for the Sleeves fraternity, bad news for the Bulldogs, bad news for admirers of Josh Bruce and football in general. Um, just yes, sad. a sad day. He was wearing his pink uh, head uh, hair tie, which he statistically plays a lot better in and kicked, kicked a couple of goals and it's it's no good. From uh, my side of the fence of about feeling sad patch, Harry Mackay is probably done for the year uh, with a shoulder injury and Sam Doherty's uh, testicular cancer has returned. So awful news and we wish him all the yeah. best. Get yourselves checked. I, I did a, well, if something feels not right, Get your, go and get yourselves checked. I did a um a day at, in at Movember a couple of years ago where they were doing raising awareness about getting checked and checking yourself in the shower and hey, it can be a little bit of fun as well, can't it? <laughs> it and that it can. Speaking of fun, elbowing Patrick Dangerfield in the throat. I mean, not fun, but fun to then joke about Toby Green getting suspended for it. Uh, he might miss this week. If he misses, you probably trade him. Uh, Paddy Dangerfield, yeah, they've, they've looked. They've said that they think he's he's a reasonable chance to play, but Geelong are liars. Geelong are liars. Late change, Geelong just flaxen yeah. and off it goes, um, off it goes. And of course, I don't mean it's fun to elbow anyone in the face. Um, no. He's a wonderful human, and I hope he's doing well. Brandon Ellis, another player who, if you had him in a draft or whatever, came back and he's done that. Hammy again, so he's out. James Warple, if you had him for whatever reason, he's a chance to play, but he was subbed out on the weekend. Tom McDonald was a laid out. He's a test to play this weekend. It'll be interesting to see if they rush him back if they need him because mm. obviously uh, Big Benny Brown's been doing all right there, Patch. He's been, yeah, he's been right. He's been pretty good, um, which is what, what you want if you're a D's fan. He was clunking them in the wet on Monday night, which was good to see. Callum Mills for the Swans was a late out as well, which hurt for people that had traded somebody who was a late out or an unexpected out earlier in the week who I've already forgotten. Um, but people made the trade to bring Mills in and he was then a late out, which hurts if he's still out. Obviously, you yeah, get rid of him. I think they're just watching. They, I think they said like they want him to, they want him to play through it, but... They just have to monitor him. So yeah, who knows if he doesn't play? That's rough. It is rough indeed. And then, of course, if you have uh, taken our advice from several weeks ago and traded in at Shannon at the Burn Man Hearn, that's a yikes from me, dog. <laughs> he certainly has lived up to his name if you bought him in. Has been playing pretty damn well 
to a couple other players that coaches, super coach out there, super coaches out there are looking to trade patch. Ned Reeves, who was rested on the weekend, people are cashing him in at $279,100. Obviously, he's not a, a major priority to get rid of, but if you needed that cash, he is there. Segler played all right, but that doesn't seem to mean he has any security in this Hawks outfit. And I wouldn't be surprised if Ned Reeves comes back in and uh, scores reasonably well, but people are cashing him out. Tex Walker, he's out for the rest of this season, potentially, you know, next season. Who knows what happened because uh, he was racist. He was a flog. If, if you've got him, trade him, obviously, if you can. If you can't, then watch him sit in your pine in shame. Uh, a couple other players that are being pushed on are like Cody Waitman, who's a chance to return this week. Uh, Lockie Bramble, who is probably at peak cash right now, 358k, uh, break even of 76, and he's averaging 77 for the year. So there's a few players coaches are probably looking to move on from. That is a sign. We could uh, potentially have a look at captains and vice captains, but as time of recording, the AFL has yet to release the fixture for the round ahead. So, uh, (laughs) yep, so much for that. Well, I mean, let's just flag a couple. Before we get to the meat of the pod, flag a couple of inclusions people are looking at. Dane Zorka, if you don't have him, is he actually lost cash. He's priced $523,600. He scored 139 patch. He's a beast of a man and a break even of 88. Now, if you do trade him in, you do have the chance to face the wrath of Cassie, my partner, who says he is a hashtag shit bloke. That's the last thing we want is the wrath of Cass. Um, she's a wonderful soul and a good egg and was on to Took Miller before any of us really knew who he was. So It's um, true. It's she's, true. She's the Took Whisperer. She is the best of us. Rowan Marshall patch, people looking at bringing in $555,100, break even to 51, 123 on the weekend. Is he someone that you'd be looking at given it looks like Paddy Ryder might be returning to this St. Kilda outfit? Um, he's still he's still a very good player and will still, you know, Ryder hasn't played for some time. I think he'll still do most of the ruck work um, or a fair chunk of ruck work. I still think he'll score well. The Saints this week are playing. That's stopped loading for a sudden. Um, good stuff. They're certainly man. playing someone. They're playing a game of football this week, and whether or not that's advantageous to Rowan Marshall's scoring <laughs> potential remains to be seen. But once it is seen, Geelong. we know that Geelong. Thank you, Lefdock. <laughs> thank you. I mean, what I don't know what that means really. Um, it doesn't change too much. He might score well. He might not. Um, he, yeah, he, he's I a think player. That's a reasonable who, summary. He, he's a player who exists, and you could trade him into your side. I would be doing that if I had trades left. Um, uh, Braden Gotarini, who, gee whiz, he made 41.8K on the weekend, 503,000. He's got a five-round average of 113 patch. And, no, thank you. Uh, no, thank you. You don't want the Gotarini. No, 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 no. no. I've, I've been there before and did not have a fun time. Um, the signs are better than the last time I traded him in, but, I mean, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. That's fair enough. What about uh, since our last pod, or our last pod where we talked about speculative picks with Baron Von Crow, Harris Andrews had been on a tear. Mm. Since then, I, th- I think he scored like a 
a 111, 100, a 121, and a 123. The, the, the man's been beast, hashtag a beast moding it, he has as the been, kids say. He has, as the cool kids, y'all. Um, yeah, the 123 on the weekend, five-round average of 110, three-round average of 114, 3.7% of sides probably won't be lining up against you on the weekend. 522K, very cheap in that Jordan Dawson territory of that that early or low 500k price range if you can't afford daniel the goat rich who is averaging 121 over his last five matches i really wish i didn't make so many stupid rules for myself and i could just have him in my team scoring 120 every week this year anyway anyway it's okay harris andrews is a very good option um yeah very very good option um and the, the player on everyone's lips patch that everyone's talking about, two meter Peter Wright, obviously you'd be recommending him as a trade-in after 146 from seven goals straight on the weekend. Oh, of course. And especially this goes out to anyone who's playing me on the weekend in one of the two remaining finals that I'm in. Trade him in. Just trade your, your best players to Peter Wright and use all of your trades trading him in at the same time because um, he's, he's two meters tall in case anyone hadn't. <laughs> noticed um like he's i mean sure he scored 146 he had nine possessions seven of them for goals he was he was good but uh, is he gonna do it again mm, mm. no i'd be spending my cash on taron thomas 490k 103 uh average over his last five weeks good at football apparently yeah yeah and we might even see my boy your boy Kieran Strawn. Ah, Strachan. Play for the Adelaide Football Club this weekend. And oh. that excites me because Riley O'Brien won't be playing. Once again, if you need him to win your match, you need to trade him. That you do. That you do. If not, you better pray that Ned Reeves is back because otherwise you might be in a bit of, bit of a pickle there. All right. Is that enough, Supercoach nonsense patch? Um, I mean, you could argue that there's never enough Supercoach nonsense, but yes, yes, it is. I think we could potentially do the captains. I think we don't know where the venues are, but we could just look at opponents, I guess. Sure. Let's I think, go well, for it. Well, maybe we do know the venues. Who knows? I, but my I, top choice uh, for the weekend is, is going to be Clayton Oliver, who I know was a little down on the weekend with a 198, but we've seen him just demolish Adelaide, <laughs> like just demolish yep. Adelaide. I mean, most of that times. has been at the Adelaide Oval. Um, they're, they're apparently at the MCG at this stage, but uh, with uh, with no Riley O'Brien, Max Gordon, Luke Jackson will literally be whacking it down his throat at every yeah. opportunity. Well, his last three against Adelaide, 204, 205, 122. <laughs> He's double-tunned back-to-back. Goodness <laughs> gracious me. Wowie. Um, that's a lot of points. That's a lot of, that's a lot of points. Um, the Bulldogs play the Hawks and uh, Jack McRae. I mean, he feasts on literally every side he plays against, but 154 on the weekend. He loves racking them up against teams that aren't putting up as much of a fight. And the Hawks have been good, but they're still conceding some points. Equally, Tommy Mitchell on the other side of the ledger. The Dogs don't tend to tag, and we saw what happens when Tom Mitchell doesn't get tagged on the weekend. He... Scores a lot of points. Scores a lot of points. I've basically had this. In fact, 
I'm gonna. I forgot to even change my vice captain and captain this week, so I just had the straight C on him, and I was very happy. I've had the C on him for like the last, I don't know, four or five weeks. It's been pretty good. It's been good. It's been good. I just for those listening at home, I play optional. You know, I'm always petitioning them to bring back true Super Coach Classic, which is full lockout, 24 trades. I've basically been playing that this year anyway, so I basically threw away six trades for fun. And uh, and yeah, I just set my team up on the Thursday or the Friday, and there she goes. So just it's been just working. Off she goes. Off she goes. I don't really have any speculative ones. I normally I bring some heat to the to the table, but I think it's just too hard to go past. You know, Clanover, McRae, Titch, Max Gorn this week. Like mm. it's too yeah. hard. It's too hard. It's hard when you don't know what the early games are and you can't look at a side and go, ooh, or Liam Duggan plays on Friday night. Sure, like let's find a weird stat yeah. about Liam Duggan. It's hard without that, knowing what the early game is. Um, sure, like a, a Jack Steele, obviously, if you've got him, is pretty much perma-captain at this, this point as well. Just, yeah, go go with your gut. Go with who's been doing well for you. Agreed. All right, let's patch move things along and yep. do what everyone's here for. Let's talk uh, football that's not super coach related. Football that's know. not super coach related. I'm going to let you set this up and give the spiel while I get my laptop charger. We're recording this live with no edits, everyone. No edits, baby. Well, patch you you made a liar out of me. I yep, that's what I do. That's my name. Don't wear it out, baby. <laughs> We obviously have had to edit and some time has passed and Andrew Brayshaw has now been found guilty. So you can uh, you can certainly trade him if you desperately need to win this week. If you don't need to win this week, uh, I don't know. You probably don't trade him. Who knows? Who cares? We're not talking about that anymore. Patch, we disconnected. I have no idea if our Mark Murphy conversation got recorded. So I just want to shout out to Mark Murphy, who's now retirement today, 2009 through 2012, averaged at least 111.9, including a 118 in 2011. But Patch, my favorite year was picking him at the start of 2017. Oh, we scored yes. 108.2 super coach points in 22 games in uh, in the midfield. Oh, yes. No, he was spectacular when he was up and running. And when he wasn't up and running, like the one year I picked him in 2016, uh, scored 79.5 for the year. Not not great. (laughs) Not great at all. But he was very good at his prime. Um, Very good, very reliable option for us. Low standard deviation. Um, And and Gorn... Not maybe not gone too soon. No, he definitely hasn't been gone too soon. <laughs> no, no, he's gone um, at the appropriate time. Yes, I'd poten- say. potentially could have disappeared before the uh, the mid season draft. But I appreciate Carlton getting him to three hundred, despite it being through uh, through abusing the good intentions of the sub rule. Ah, uh, the uh, the Sean Burgoyne rule. You mean the Sean Burgoyne rule? Yes, yes, I do. Well, let's talk about the other man. Who retired today? That's probably the most super coach relevant slash fantasy relevant player we've had. Uh, he's up there. He's in the upper echelon. Oh boy, he was he was he was, he was in Ablett like levels of conversation. It was it was Ablett and then him for quite a while. He was a pig. He was one of the very few people to be officially dubbed or given a snout by the uh, 
by the AFL Fantasy Boys. It's Tom Rockcliffe who announces his retirement today. Couldn't get out on the park this year outside of a, I think he was sub in round one maybe for Port Adelaide. But this is a guy, I mean, averaged in his second year, which he only played one game in his first year, but in his second year averaged 86. 2011 averaged 113.5, 109.7 in uh, sorry, that was 2011. 2013, 109.7. 2014 patch. This is the one we remember. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> mm-hmm. 132 points. Say that again for those at the back. <laughs> he averaged 132 points across 18 games. 18 games. Read it out. Just give us give us the data. <laughs> so, Play that funky music, white boy. 95, 155, 117, 115, 91, 132, 133, 182, 104, 74, 158, 126, 141, 175, 113, 158, 137, 170 to finish at the year. The man was an absolute pig. He was the pig. Now for fantasy, he was a pig. He averaged a... He was even piggier. Yeah, averaged 134.8 that year. If you can believe, just and a, a good bloke too. Just a seemingly, good, yeah, by just, all reports, seems, seems like a, a good guy. He uh, he made the reference that you know he started as a as a unfit, overweight, you know, play bloke that couldn't kick more than thirty meters, and joked that he left very much the same way. Um, which we love a bit of self deprecating humor and you know underselling himself by a long way, which he's he's done there, and uh, yeah, even gave uh, gave the reference to being a pig a shout out in his retirement speech, which again, you love to see uh, Stephen Hill also calling it quits this afternoon or Tuesday afternoon and not, you know, not the most fantasy relevant of players, but still a good footballer. Yeah. Legally we're obliged to include him in the podcast this week. All right, let's move to the 22 under 22 patch. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. Just confirming. That you can see my screen. I can see your screen, yes. Fantastic. So just for reference, we were trying to work out who's under 22 in the AFL before the podcast. I, don't, I don't we couldn't do it. I don't know. Who knows? All right. Back pocket patch. We're building this team legit. Let's oh, do geez. it. It's already hard to choose. Oh, Jordan Ridley. What do you mean it's hard to choose? Jordan Ridley is right there. Is he a back pocket player? Uh, yeah. Yeah, he plays deep, intercepting role. All right. Jordan Ridley, first in. I hate these Guernseys they're in. They're uh, not good Guernseys at, at all. Full back. Who are you going to put in? We've got Tom McCartan. We've got Jordan Butts. We've got Harrison Petty. We've got. I, I really rate Charlie Ballard um, in there, but I, I think it's, it's between McCartan and Butts. And I think McCartan just has a few more runs on the board. I think Butts might be the better lockdown player long term across his career. But uh, I, I, think I agree. I think McCartan's, uh, McCartan's got it. McCartan at full back. At the other back pocket, we got Stasevic, Giath, Ballard, Petty, Quaynor, Butts, Taylor, Rivers, Ooh, Powell. Sam Taylor is very good. Sam I, Taylor we, is are, very good. Are we looking at a is this back pocket? We've we've got an interceptor in, in one back pocket. Is this the lockdown role? Is this the small? I really want to put Stasevic in there. I I feel like Stasevic is is a good shout in here as well. God, um, we're so switched on. We are so. In sync. All right. Half back line. GF. Has to be. be GF. Has to be. And I reckon Quainor's on the other one. Yep. I was thinking the same. So we're not going to sneak Sam Taylor in? Sam Taylor can sneak in at center half back. Is he big enough? Is he tall enough and big enough to play center half back? Uh, 
we'll say yes. We will say yes. He's. I don't think so. Right. Has he? Has he got his measurements there? I can't quite see him. Uh, no, there's no measurements nope. on this nope. screen. We're gonna go with Sam Taylor and just play an undersized backline. Yep. I guess. We could have just. We could have just put Ridley at centre half back. To be honest with you, yeah. but yeah, we're here fine. we are. Here we are. All right, the midfield out on the one of the wings. We got Bailey Smith, Jack Lacocious, and Justin McInerney. I don't like the Jack Lacocious is selectable here. But anyway, big, big, you know, big lot of choice here. Three players to pick from on two wings. Um, interesting. It's going to be Lacocious and Smith, isn't it? I think. I, I mean, McInerney spent all of last week in the in the center square. Although the game against Essendon, he was at the center. But he's been very good this year. He's been very good. Um, but I, I don't think, want him on the wing when I've got Lukosius or Smith to choose from. <laughs> agreed. Agreed. Um, Lukosius is going to be the best kick in the AFL in a few years, and Bailey Smith has the best mullet in the game behind Sam Draper. So I'm sold. I uh, Let's move forward to the rest of the midfield. Oh, the ruck position. Oh. Luke Jackson or Oscar Allen? We're going to upset people, I think. Uh, I mean, we're going to go with Luke Jackson, aren't we? Yep. Yes, we are. Excellent. I, is Sam Draper not under 22? I, get, I, I don't know. I guess and not. He, oh, he's, he's age 22. Right. I, um, it, it is technically the 22 under 22. So play on, I guess. Fair right. play. In the center, we can choose from Chera, Brayshaw, Sarong, Jordan, Robottom, Warple, Dacos, Davies, Uniac. Anderson, Walsh, Bolton, Who? Green, Drew, Schoenberg, Stevenson, Thomas, and Bailey. Oh. Uh, I'm picking Sam Walsh. Yep, yep. I couldn't put I, up an argument if I, I wanted to. I, I don't. I think I don't think we can ignore Andrew Brayshaw either. No, I want to pick Sarong ahead of him. Um, that's confirmation bias because I've got Sarong in a keeper league and think he's <laughs> exceptional. Um, but Brayshaw got more runs on the board, and if we're applying the, the we really should have done this thinking of the best super coach twenty two under twenty two. But we've come too far. <laughs> we could start again, to be honest. <laughs> like, I would that be a new edit? No, that. I mean, it's just me pressing pause and starting again. We're too deep, Lake Dog. Let's keep going. Okay, Andrew Brayshaw. Is getting selected. The final starting midfield spot. Sarong, Sherrod, we've got, we've Jordan. Got Walsh, Brayshaw, and who's the other player we've got? Walsh, Brayshaw, and Jackson. Oh, of course. Yep. That's Robot, how the um, squares work. They're all good players. I yeah, really like... players. Uh, I don't... I personally don't want to go past Noah Anderson. Uh, Neither do I. The um, better of the two picks in oh the boy. Suns year. Oh, boy. Yeah, I'm never going to live that down. <laughs> he's going to live that down. He's, I think we'll he go played Noah. so well on the weekend too. Like we both watched that game. He was phenomenal. Warple hasn't been great this year. Bolton's burnt us in Supercoach. Davies Uniac's been very good the last couple of weeks. He'd be my next choice, to be honest. Yeah, I think so. Robottom, right. I like Robottom, but he's in and out of the Swan side, which means you just can't go with him. You can't. Oh, Tom Green's there as well. Tom Green's brilliant, but I think he... Being with the Giants, he gets dropped. He's in and out of the side. You just, eh. I really like Willem Drew as well. No, let's go Noah Anderson. Let's go Noah Anderson. All right, forward line at uh, one of the half forward flanks. Ben King, forward flank, do it. You no want to do to that? No, no, <laughs> I don't. 
All right, we've got Zach Bailey. I'm going to be a real advocado for him. Taron Thomas, Mitch Georgiatis, Oscar Allen, Max King, Keziah Pickett, Jaden Stevenson, Harry Schoenberg, Errol Goulden, Dylan Moore, Ben King, Aaron Norton, Shea Bolton. I am so burnt by Shea Bolton that I don't even want him to put him in this squad. Uh, I And I understand that three weeks, it's only been three weeks that he's he's played poorly. Yep, no, I I'm in the same boat. I agree. I he should be picked. He's he's good enough to get picked, but he's hurt me the last couple of weeks and don't want a bar of it. So let let's just let's go ahead. Let's put your man in straight off the bat because I I agree there. Zachy boy um, Bailey. Zachy boy Bailey. I think Taron Thomas probably needs a on the other side. Well, on the other forward flank. Yep. Taron Thomas goes in center half forward. We want one of the big boys. Do we want the astronaut? Do we want Ben King? Do we want Max King? I reckon he's going to slot in at full forward. I suspect he might. I think for center half forward, it's between the big O, Georgiades, and um, and Norton, even though Norton plays a bit closer to goal for the dogs. Um, yeah, it's a tough one, this, this, this mm. position. I think Norton. it kind of has to be Norton. I think he's got, he's just shown more potential, well, not so much shown more potential. He's, he's done more in the time that he's got, um, time that he's had out there. He's had a few more seasons than the Kings and whatnot, but he's he's just very good. I'm staggered that he's under 22. Yeah, it doesn't feel right, does it? Date it's of birth, concerning. 30th, the 11th. So he's pretty close to 23. Yeah. All right, I'll put him in. I, I feel like Georgiatis is, is, a, is stiff, but let's put him in. And full forward, we're going to put big, are we putting Max King in? Is he the good King? I don't know which one's the good one. They they both have flashes. Like ben King went, I think, sixteen rounds, seventeen rounds before re- recording a game without a goal this season. Yeah, um, sure. I think Ben King is higher up on the Coleman count. That's that's more important to me than anything. If I'm picking between the two, I'm just trying I to mean, uh, Devils Avocado. Can we pick both? Oh, all right. Let's. Can we put I one mean, on we can. Bench? We can do whatever we want. Aaron Norton has squad. kicked 38 goals this year. Ben King has kicked 43. That's even more lots of goals. And Max King has kicked 36. God, they're all going to be I terrifying think, to watch. I think, we, I think our gut feeling initially, I mean, we can probably put another tall in, but I think it's Ben King and Aaron Norton. I, th- I think Ben King starts on field and then you'd, you'd put Max in as relief. I feel like the meme of picking both of them works just as well. <laughs> it does. Uh, forward pocket. We, uh, Jado's been good. He wears sleeves because I think it has to be. Like he's he's so good. You you don't record it in in stats or supercoach scores or anything like that. He, but God, he's good. So our our team we went very small in the back line. How are we feeling the forward line? Are we looking for a three tall combination or are we well, looking? Argument here: Oscar Allen can play forward or back if we come up against a side that is a bit bigger and needs a bit of defence. You can throw him back there. You can throw him into the ruck. There's a bit of bit of Justin Westhoff about his versatility. That's true. Um, is he yeah. better than every other forward in this list? No. Uh, no, not every <laughs> other forward. Um, maybe the big O goes on the bench and then we – I mean, he's not the big O. That's, that's Oscar McInerney. But I've started rolling with it now and I'm not going to stop. Um, <laughs> uh, look, I'm torn. Know, I'm let, torn. Let's, let's, let's do it. Let's go Max King in that, that forward line as well. Let's do it. Let's kick some goals. 
let's kick some goals and just can you imagine like I know people joke about it and people say that oh it's going to happen you know Ben's going to come to St Kilda or Max will go to the Gold Coast but could you imagine a forward line with both of them it'd be very hard because you wouldn't know which one was which so it'd be very hard to match up against them it would be very difficult and just oh the the thought of trying to find a matchup for one of them is hard enough let alone finding one for both of them it's just absurd all right, let's fill out this bench for our best 22 under 22. Right. I think we both thought Davies Uniac should probably be yep. on the bench. Yep, agreed. I think Oscar Allen, for his versatility, can play anywhere on the field. Um, forward, back, in the ruck. I think he's, let's, he's let's too chuck him on. to leave out. I think, do we want Tom Green in? Do we want some representation of, of a ruckman, for, <laughs> ruckman midfielder? <laughs> oh, I would love to. I mm, Well, let, let's look at the midfielders we do have. Have we got any clearance kings in there? We've got we got Bray- any any contested beasts. Uh, I mean, Sam, they can all do pretty much everything, to be honest with you. But I, I think he deserves a spot. If if his coach isn't going to look after him, then we should. You know what? Yeah, that you've sold me. You've <laughs> sold me partially because I invested a lot into him in a keeper league and still getting burnt by Leon Cameron. That's mostly how we decide these things. Now, this final bench spot, I'm going to throw up my name. I think Mm -hmm. Trent Rivers should go there. And then I'm happy to scroll through this list. For those listening at home, people we can choose from are still Charlie Ballard, Harrison Petty, Jordan Butts, Trent Rivers, Will Powell, Adam Chera, Caleb Sarong, James Jordan, James Rowbottom, James Warple, Josh Dacos, Justin McInerney, Shea Bolton, Willem Drew, Dylan Moore, Errol Goulden, Harry Schoenberg, Jaden Stevenson, Mitch, and Mitchell Georgiadis. Mm, are we I, maybe are we are we overlooking Josh Dacos here? I, I mean, we're not giving him the respect he deserves and the respect that he's you know the credit he's been due over the last couple of seasons. He's been very good, um, and he's a very good footballer. But I, yeah, I don't know. He's just, he, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm, um, I'm giving you the uh, captain's call. Captain's call. Oh, I mean, look, Lek Dog, we've, we're overlooking Slevo. And despite his, his weird COVID vaccine vibe that he's occasionally giving off, he wears sleeves. And that's what's important to me at the end of the day, really. That's fair. I think that's fair. And who are we giving the uh, captaincy to? Oh, I, I mean, Slevo feels like the meme pick, but if, if we're doing an actual side, surely it's your boy, Sammy Walsh. It is. I wasn't going to let that be anything else, but I reckon Slevo VC for his, uh, for his meme potential that he brings to the, to the yeah. group. There's a bit of X factor. Well, there you go. There's the team. There we go. Do we want to read it out for, uh, for those that yep. can't um, see it? I was really hoping it was going to show me all their names. I'm just going to enter my details and hope it shows... Shows us what we did. Uh, vamp for a sec. That would be uh, yeah, very very awkward uh, if it doesn't. But yeah, no, lots of lots of very good players playing in the league under twenty two, and it's interesting to like go through that list and not see Matt Rowell there because you'd think that you know he's been favourite for the Rising Star two years in a row, and he's the next big thing, and you know hasn't earned his spot on that list due to the fact that he's been injured. And you know, hasn't... oh, I didn't push the view my team selection button. <laughs> that would have done it. That would have done uh, it. Look, I I can't see the players' names, and I can't remember who we picked. We've got Ridley, McCartan, Starsevich, Giath, uh, Sam Taylor, Sam Taylor, Quaynor, 
Bailey Bailey. Smith, Luke Jackson in the ruck, Sammy Walsh captain, Andrew Brayshaw, Noah Anderson, and Jack Lukosius on the other wing, Zach Bailey, Aaron Norton, Taron Thomas, Keziah Pickett, Ben and Max King in the forward line, Luke Davis, Uniac, Oscar Allen, Tom Green, and Jaden Stevenson on the interchange. I think that's a decent side. That's a decent side. I think all two people who have stuck in this long will enjoy that team we've put together. Patch, it's been bloody beautiful talking to you, mate. It has been very good. Very good having a chat to you. And community, if you're out there, well, I'm assuming you're out there because there'll be somebody listening at this stage. Thank you for sticking with us through the technical issues and the rambling and the whatnot. I hope you've had fun. Good luck in your leagues this week. Um, make sure you beat that that punk in the office you sit next to who's been jabbering on all year about who they're trading in and how they've still got trades and how they're the best. Just, just beat them. Just knock them down. And you know what they say, if you get knocked down, you don't get up again if you get knocked down hard enough. So do a good job of a community. Exactly. Listen to Toby Green. Study the way of the, the Larnix elbow. <laughs> All right. Go Blues. Go Bombers. <laughs>